all of us who have struggled with weight and, you know, or been on a weight loss journey, we're just looking for something to help keep us going and to get us motivated. And motivation is something that's really big for me. And I had kind of gotten stuck and I had gained back a little bit of weight and I had a hip injury that I was nursing and I was a former runner and I couldn't run anymore. And so the things that were natural to me to keep exercising weren't available. And so the bike became the thing that I could do and it really changed my life. And I've lost a total of 90 pounds and I'm so happy to be where I am now and couldn't have done it without Peloton. It's more than just your output, more than a bike. Welcome to the Clip Out Podcast, episode 222. This is Crystal O'Keefe. And this is Tom O'Keefe. Hello. Hi. Hey, we should probably remind people before we uh, get too deep into things that we're going to do a, uh, a special Zoom thing this weekend. Yeah, it's going to be fun. People want to come hang out so, vi- videophonically. Tell them when. Saturday uh-huh. at 6 Central. Eastern or Mountain. <laughs> 7 p.m. Eastern, 5 p.m. Mountain, 4 p.m. Pacific. Okay. And I still need to put that link in the group. Yes. So be on the lookout for that. I'll try to post it on all the socials. Yeah. Hopefully it'll be up by the time they hear this because yeah. there's a bit of a lag time. <laughs> yes. So. I hope so. But uh, but yeah, so, so come hang out. We're going to do that on Saturday. Those are always fun. Yeah, definitely. It's been a while. It so. has been a while. Look, so. I'm looking forward to it. Awesome. So uh, what, pray tell, do you have in store for people this week? We're going to talk about uh, Peloton getting carjacked. Um <laughs> We're mean uh, streets out there for I mean, a Peloton driver. You just never know what's going to happen. Um, and uh, we're going to talk about, well, Dr. Jen is coming to visit. She's going to tell you what to do if you have a 117-week streak and suddenly have to move. Right. And you um, to a place that doesn't have Peloton. Yeah. Like now to what? another country. Yes. And then we're going to talk about how there's instructors in other countries. What's that about? And uh, then we also have a visit from Angelo and Angelo is going to tell us about nutrition bars and if they're good for you. Yeah, you see so many that you're like, is that really nutritional? Yeah. Like and, yeah. and we also have uh John Mills joining us to discuss the earnings call. Awesome. Oh, lots to discuss. Well before we get to all that, shameless plugs, don't forget we're available on Apple Podcasts, Spotify, Google Podcasts, iHeart, wherever you find a podcast, you can find us while you're there. Be sure and follow us so you never miss an episode. Also, uh, if you could leave us a review, that's yeah. always helpful. And we have a new review. Ooh. This is from Beatrice Loves TV. Oh, that's a fun. Uh, is that a leaderboard name or is that her iTunes name? I or think maybe it's both. both. Ooh, She's been I on the show. That. What? Yeah, that was the the lady that worked for Brooklyn Nine-Nine. <gasps> Beatrice. Yeah. Oh, yes. Yes. She was. Oh, I was 
thinking, I don't know. When Normally, I'm, it's I'm the one that forgets them. But it's totally true. But yeah. since it's pop culture. Yeah, it's, it's really stuck with it's you. It's stuck in my head. And, so. and you know what? She spells it very uniquely. So what I feel like if I, have, if I had seen it, yes. I would have known. Okay. So she says, I've been listening to the clip out with Crystal and Tom for about a year now, and I can't wait to listen every Friday morning. Equal parts fun and informative. This podcast is my source for anything Peloton related, especially for anything that I missed during the week. They recently celebrated 200 episodes, and I look forward to listening for many, many more to come. So thank you. Oh, thank you. How nice. And uh, also we have a Facebook page, facebook.com slash the clip out. While you're there, like the page, join the group. The group is where you will get your link for the Zoom call. So if you want to come hang out and interact and talk to other listeners, uh, it's always a good time. And that's where you'll find all of that sort of stuff. You can also watch these episodes on YouTube at youtube.com slash the clip out and I know every week we throw a lot of links and pictures and stories at you. And if you don't want to have to troll through, well, don't troll, but if you don't want to have to <laughs> scroll through uh, the page of the group looking for those things, you can get them in one weekly digest emailed directly to you if you sign up for our newsletter at theclipout.com. Super easy. So there's all that. Let's, uh, let's dig in, shall we? We shall. Peloton in the news. The Tread is back. Not the Tread Plus, but the Tread (laughs) will soon be on sale again. Hooray. August 30th. So it's going to be in America, Canada, and the UK. And then uh, it's going to be going on sale for the first time in Germany. Uh, Things we don't know. Will it be on sale in Alaska and Hawaii? It had never made it to Alaska or Hawaii right. before. Um, and so we're still waiting to find that. And then um, I just want to clarify, there's been so much confusion. I've seen yes. a ton of press coverage about this. And I feel like it's getting all confused. We watched CNN. And uh, they had it all wrong. They had three facts wrong in like a 30 second segment. I wanted of- to call Jake <laughs> Tapper and be like, what are you doing? Let me do it. <laughs> but um, uh, here's here's the thing. I think most of our listeners already know this, but I feel like if you see it out there, try to correct it. Yeah. Um, because there's I'm seeing it everywhere. There's so much misinformation. The facts are that the fix that has been identified and approved by the CPSC is only for the tread. That is the smaller tread. That is the one with the smaller screen, does not have slats. It has a belt. And it is the one that is new to the market. It's the one that came out second. So the Tread Plus came out or came out first, but they didn't brand it as Tread Plus until the smaller one came out. Right. And this and the, the regular tread, the tread minus, if you will, does not have an issue with things being sucked underneath it, which is what the Tread Plus got pulled back for. The safety issues that it was recalled for were completely different than the safety issues on the Tread. The safety issue on the Tread was about the monitor that had fallen off during uh, some people's running. And uh, no one that we know of has been hurt with that particular incident. However, the Tread will have... Now, the four-digit code on it. It did not before. So that same fix that they applied from a software standpoint to the Tread Plus will also be applied to the Tread. Awesome. Yeah. So there you go. You can share that with people that are telling other people incorrect things because there's a lot of it out there. So much. Yes. And hopefully that means that the Tread Plus maybe isn't far behind. Fingers crossed. Yeah. I don't know. We'll see. It's also available in the showrooms now. 
the tread is. So you can go see it. And then there was a Peloton van jacking. So which this, now that I say it sounds a little dirty. <laughs> you know, you know, the thing is, is that it's it's really unclear if the Peloton car was carjacked or not. Like there was a an armed carjacking and the suspect left in a black van with Peloton on the side. What I'm not clear about is if the Peloton van was actually carjacked. Like we don't gotcha. really know. Like we know the suspect left in that van, but we don't know if there was another vehicle that was involved. Okay. Um, and so I just, I just want to clarify that. And we should say we're recording this on Wednesday. The mm-hmm. earliest you will hear this is Friday. So there will obviously be an update between when we recorded and when you, when you hear it. So yeah. like don't, scream at your podcast delivery device thinking we don't know what we're talking about especially after we just made fun of cnn for getting things wrong it's like this is all the information we have at the time of recording yeah and and a couple of other things i just want to point out there are a couple little details that we do know uh no injuries were reported so uh at this time we believe that no one was hurt uh the other thing that we know is that this happened in fairfax virginia um and my understanding is from somebody who lives there they pointed out that there is actually like a whole fleet of Peloton vehicles parked right near here. And so their theory is something else happened and then they, they were just grabbed to a van. Get away. Yeah. They didn't target a Peloton mm-hmm. van to to like steal a bunch of Pelotons. But it's all theory. Right. We don't know that. And and other people have jumped to the conclusion that it must mean that they were trying to get bikes and treadmills and, and such. And so we don't know the answers yet. Um, but we will we will be on the lookout. And I would think that would be kind of pointless, wouldn't it? Like I if, would think. if you if you bought a stolen Peloton from this person. Well, it's going to have all the information right. in to show that it's stolen. So, like, how and is that going to Peloton would do just you any good? Disable it. Yeah. So they'd be like, no, you bought a stolen one. Bloop, right. Yeah. You're done. <laughs> so, yeah, would, exactly. It's a, it's a bad plan. It is. So you could steal an Echelon van, <laughs> but good luck selling those. <laughs> they would just abandon the van on the side of the street. You're like, never mind. I'm embarrassed now. Oh. <laughs> Whoops. Whoops a doodle. Well, you know, it's Echelon's own fault for making them look so much the same. (laughs) (laughs) So there were lots of stories last week about the code (laughs) and the background on Peloton and how it there's gonna be a rower. There was like every ten minutes there was another article and it's just like, oh my God, we've known this for a year and a half? I mean, we've known about the code for a year and a half. We've known the rowers coming for like four years. So I, I'm like, my theory is, I mean, God love them. I really think that somebody at Peloton was like, we should leak this ahead of the earnings call because I don't get why all of a sudden, otherwise this was out there. This is in, this, this was in news articles a year and a half ago. This is not new information. Yeah. And so I don't get it other than that. Like it went through an official channel of being quote unquote leaked. Can you leak something officially? But I mean, as opposed to like like us talking about it, right. because we talked about it. It's out there. It's searchable. It's yes. findable. Um, and so I I I gotta believe that's what happened. That that this was leaked. Yeah, it would not surprise me. I'm like journalists. If you want to know anything, just give us a call. We're right. right here. So what amounted to 
it looked like new information. So this is another thing that you can, you know, let people know when you see it out there in the groups, like correct them. This information has been out there forever. Yeah. We know that it's coming. We know, we know that this is going to be announced the first half of 2022. So th- these are, these are things we, we know. Correct people. Let's, let's get everybody on the same page. Yes, please. Sorry, I don't mean to put everybody to work this week. <laughs> Lots of assignments. I know. Now you know what it's like being married to her. <laughs> <laughs> Sorry. So Adweek had a nice write-up about Karina Kogan. Yeah. And how she may be the reason you purchased a Peloton bike this year. And I was like, uh, no, it's not. That's cute, though. <laughs> um, because I've had mine forever. I'm not a recent convert. But, but there's you know, but a lot this, of people. There's I a know. lot of people coming on board. There are. Yeah. You know, it was just I couldn't help it. That was my yeah. immediate reaction. Anyway, Karina is. Like, we get it. You saw you two at a club, <laughs> not an arena. <laughs> I know. I am that person. Yeah. Oh, no. <laughs> um, OK, but but here's the thing. Karina. Kogan is the senior VP of global global marketing. So Karina reports to Dara. Okay. Okay. So uh, this is the first time we've seen any kind of focus on the global, but it's, it's interesting because uh, you know, one of our listeners, Mike Kyle keeps saying like global, global, global. It's like, so the industry is not paying attention. The global growth is where it's at. And, and I think he's right. I think yeah. that, you know, we'll get into this when we talk to John about the earnings call and about analysts in general, but they just do not seem to be paying attention to the global growth that Peloton is doing. Point being, when you go over here and you look at what Karina's doing, uh, you know, there, there's all these companies. And I think it's interesting that Adweek chooses now to focus on all these countries that Peloton is growing into. At any rate, this article is not about any of that. This article <laughs> is uh, about Karina and her career and how it has changed over time. And there's some really good advice in there. And I, I say that especially for women in the workforce. There's some good things in here about uh, people who were mentors to her and shaped her career. Uh, spoiler alert, her parents. But also um, some things, some tips that she has about time management, uh, which I think might be easier at Peloton than it is at other other corporations. <laughs> At any rate, there's some really good little little details in here about her life. I thought it was a really good article. If you're looking to avoid carbs, it's always a challenge trying to find bread that fits in with your keto lifestyle. Right, because you want to make sure that it tastes good and you want to make sure it has good ingredients. So I think Hero Bread does both. Especially when you're in the store, you are overwhelmed with bread choices. Yes. And I've had other breads before that claim to have low net carbs and you are certainly sacrificing taste texture size yes none of that with hero bread no because sometimes on the ones that have the low net carbs they have like no substance to it (laughs) it's like eating air it is and hero bread actually really tasted good and it felt like a solid piece of bread like i did not feel like i was giving up something i was surprised at how big each slice of bread was here's the real test of a piece of bread (laughs) i didn't make a sandwich with these I just had toast. Which you love because you have toast almost every day. I do. It was the (laughs) best textured bread of this sort that I've ever had. And if you're doing the math, it's zero to one grams of net carbs, zero gram sugar, and high in fiber. So don't give up being a breadhead. Hero Bread is offering 10% off your order. Go to hero.co and use code TCO at checkout. That's TCO at H-E-R-O dot C-O. 
Man, there is nothing worse than when you buy a pair of sunglasses and then you lose or break them. I would agree. So what do we do about that? (laughs) Well, that's where Gooder comes in. Their sunglasses are $25 each. So nobody likes to throw away $25, but it's a lot better than throwing away a hundred or more dollars on a pair of broken sunglasses, right? Yeah, I mean, absolutely. I have to say that's not my favorite part about Gooder. My favorite part about Gooder is that when I run, they don't slip, they don't bounce, and they're 100% polarized. Um, And they also come in like a million different colors and styles for your $25 you're not sacrificing comfort safety or style if you want to support the show and pick up a pair gooder is giving the clip out listeners free shipping on their first order just go to gooder.com slash tco that's g-o-o-d-r.com and use code tco to get free shipping gooder offers a 30 day money back guarantee and 100% satisfaction. Find your pair at gooder.com slash TCO and use code TCO to get free shipping. Run, lift, and live with John Mills. So joining us today via the magic of ZoomTube to uh, dig into the earnings call, and there's a lot on this one to dig into. It's John Mills from Run, Lift, and Live. Hey, John, how's it going? Going on. Hey. <laughs> Woo! Well, today has been a wild ride. Am I right? Yes. Yes. (laughs) All kinds of stuff. Okay. Well, so uh, let me just do a quick rundown of the timeline that occurred from about three o'clock on. Uh, Three o'clock on, the earnings report PDF went out and uh, the stock market dropped from uh, like 116 to 114. And actually, that was at close. And then it dropped even more. It went down to as low as I saw. It was $98 per share. But then... Peloton was ready. They knew this was going to be a thing. And so they then announced, we're going to do a big price drop on the original bike. $400 per bike is yours. And if you purchase it in the last 30 days, we're automatically issuing a refund. Boom. Price went right back up. So uh, (laughs) between where that occurred and now at the end of the call, we're back at 114. (laughs) Ta-da. Magic. Pulling strings, manipulating, making stuff move around. It's It's all good. It's how they do it, man. It's how they do it. it. (laughs) So what are your thoughts on this price drop? Well, I mean, it seems like it's yearly now, right? It wasn't the original price drop in September of 2020. Yeah. yeah, Well, uh, yeah, I I guess it was in July because they released the new bike, Bike Plus, in July of 2020, right? So... Yes, September, early September 2020, we were in my group, we were guessing on what it was going to be. Okay. So that's why I'm assuming it was somewhere around that time. Okay. Okay. Um, And back then, it's interesting, back then, you know, we were trying to compare, you know, what can they um, withstand from a margin perspective? And so based on that, what would they drop the price to? And a lot of us back then, our guesses were around that $1,500 range. I remember like that was my thought was like $1,500 seems to be the number for that. Like you want a bigger discrepancy because if it's too close to the bike plus, you just go, well, I'll just get the bike plus. And you're kind of losing all the people that are like just barely able to, to sneak into the market maybe 
from a budget standpoint, you know? Right. And we, and we were debating between, well, based on their margins, how much can they afford to bring it down? And then based on that, how much are they willing to bring it down? And that's kind of what we were using at the time. And we were way off. Of course, they came in with 1895 and we we're like, oh, well, I, I guess we, we missed it. But, you know, in the way the space works now, I mean, where it looks now, you got iFit and their high end kind of comparable bike is 1599. Yeah. You got Beachbody coming out and their comparable bike at Minx, what well, was 1599 recently at some point, they changed it now to 1399. And so now you got Peloton. I know there are other players, but those are the only ones I consider. Yeah, right? I mean, yeah, I get it. So, yeah. so, so then you put Peloton, they're like right in the middle of this now. They're at 1495. Like that seems to be kind of the, the common price point for these players. And so I, to me, it makes all the sense in the world. If you listen to what was said on the call when the question was was asked, is this offensive or is this defensive? Offensive. Like that, offensive. That, <laughs> that was the question I had, too. I, well, that, one, that, that came right out the shoot, too. Like the first question. I know. I was, and I love I love John, uh, John Foley's answer. <laughs> offensive. And then I love how William Lynch was like, I just want to underscore offensive. Right, right. <laughs> I could feel the clap out. I could this is offensive. All right, I could feel it. Even though he wasn't doing it, I could feel it. No, I could. I right? could tell. I could tell he was holding himself back. You know, I could tell that right, was right. the intent because he was like, "I right. want to underscore that right. this is offensive." So, do you, do you believe that? I do. I, I do too. believe my, it. My immediate thought originally, my immediate thought was because I mean, there's some unexpected things for me in this. I mean, the numbers to me were impressive. Like from a revenue perspective, from revenue a connected for sure. fitness, uh, yeah, from a connected fitness subscriber perspective, I mean, those things were higher than they had had said. Yeah. Um, and but but then the other things, it's, it's hard to anticipate. The market was kind of making some assumptions around, you know, they were going to lose, you know, forty five cents a share, and yeah, it turns out it's a dollar five a share. Why did they make that assumption? Peloton never said that. That was their, of course they just not. made that up. Right. <laughs> there were there. Are, I don't know how they go about their process, but of course the price drop is an un, was an unknown. Right, right, right. And I'm sure that there were other things in there. I know they talked a little bit uh, um, yeah, about I, some of the impacts to 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 why at the margins being one and the, the, um, mm-hmm. now at 11 cents when historically it was around 11 percent when it's historically around 43 percent. So yeah, I, I just thought so my initial thought was, oh wait a minute, is this reactionary and it's defensive because now there are really real players but as you kind of listen to it and you kind of look at the numbers and also just in considering what it looks the numbers look like in their in their uh, what they reported i mean yeah to me it it feels more offensive. Well, and, and I think there's a couple things to point to that, that prove that it's offensive because uh, they said that they fully expect to be back to having um, a positive, you know, posi- like net income at right. the end of fiscal 2023. So they're right. like, you know, we're, we know we're going to lose money in 2022. Right. We never expected or planned or tried to make money right. in 2021. That was a happy accident. Right. So like maybe we, not happy. Well, <laughs> when I say happy, I'm not I referring know. to the pandemic. I know. I'm obviously. just saying the pandemic right. drove that. Right. So maybe it's not happy. It, but it absolutely I isn't. Point. I was being silly. Um, I know. But people will think I meant that. <laughs> yeah. So now I have to explain it. Um, uh, but I think that that was that was just 
it happened. You know, no one expected right. that. And so now they're like, we're going to lay this out sequentially. And now we expect to be making money again in 2023, right back on where we thought we were going to be. And that's that's with all of the huge expenses that they've had right. with with adding in all this extra money, putting money back in for marketing, buying land, real estate, uh, the pop, you know, all this the stuff. The recall. The recall. Yeah. And <laughs> now that was a surprise. Yes. That was a surprise today that, that more treads had been sent back than expected. I was like, really? And they never yeah. said the number. And nobody asked that question. What the hell? I had to put the red check on my predictions mm. on that one. That one hurt me. You know, I know. I it hurt yeah, me too. It's, it's, it it surprises more. all of us. Yeah, it, it does. It does surprise you know? me. It's because so many add, people are take... so fervent about it. And are we talking right. tread or tread plus? I want to know if we're talking tread or tread plus because I think that that number might have been skewed more heavily for the tread, not the tread plus. And the reason I say that is because it was about that uh, that monitor falling off. That's a very different thing than what was happening right. with the tread plus and people had right. had it longer. I, I also wonder right. if, you know, the pandemic has hurt people economically. Yeah. And I wonder if people there were some people that just used it as an opportunity to get out of a payment. There's probably yeah. like a billion different reasons sure. why, you know, it's not just one thing, but I think I think that's a good point, Tom. I mean, I, I know it's a very different situation, but I know after with the pandemic, we had, you know, a lot of shows where I work move dates, and so once a show moves a date, you can get a refund for any right. reason. Like it's not like we have a, a way to know why you're but I mean, there were lots of people that I know that they were refunding their tickets and they have anything to do with the date moving. It well, just, a lot of people right. said that about their treads. They were like, yeah. Well, I'm just gonna go ahead and send it back because I wasn't sure that I really wanted it anyway, and now that I've got this right opportunity i'm sending yeah. it back so and you can always rebuy it yeah you know i yeah. get the market freak out a little bit though because of that element of it mm -hmm. the analyst kind of making a prediction that around you know earnings per share which didn't pan out to be mm. um mm -hmm. you look at r d which it's to me it makes sense that r d would be much higher now with all these new products that are about but R&D much higher than it has been in the past, around 11 percent. He's normally around five with marketing being so, so much, much higher than it has in the past. I, I think that you put all those things into a pot. I think it kind of lends to the case that someone may try to write about, you know, they're spending a lot of money now because they got to buy people in now. They got to mm -hmm. spend more to get people to come in. This this isn't the same fat. This isn't the same kind of appeal as it mm -hmm. was before. They're kind of losing appeal. It can you know you could sell that case now. You could. So I mean, I, you, I get the movement. Right? You could but, write that article. I don't think it's accurate. I think it's I, not accurate. I think the lower price is a way to. It's going to draw even more people in. I think Peloton has, is aspirational, and this is a way to bring people in that couldn't afford that original bike when it yeah, first they're came going out. Nuts Absolutely. over on the app page, the Peloton app digital page. They're going right? nuts over there. They're like, like they're like, the they're like, this is this it's was, my it's my number. That's the I'm tipping in. point. Yeah, yeah. And the it's, pressure. Think about the pressure. Yeah. This could, I mean, like I said, you're right now. You're right with everybody now. Mm -hmm. Yeah. The, pressure the other thing is it's on. it's uh, watching all the people that already have a bike bitching about oh, it. Yeah. You and know. that has already begun. I saw it. Yeah. yeah like that, a, that's you know, well, I bought it like three years ago. That's recent. Like, really? Because yeah. I bought time. a phone I, and they give me and they brought right. a new one out and mine got lowered. I wasn't like, now give me right. my money back. Nobody, like, I'm going to have an every nobody, time. 
Yeah, nobody refunded you on your iPhone six. No. Dial it down. And I don't I don't understand that because like yeah, now the people who bought thirty one days ago, yes. I get that. Absolutely. I mean you gotta draw that line somewhere. My guess is right. if you call and make a stink, they'll probably let you. Agreed. They're just not Agreed. gonna image it that Agreed. way. Right, right, and, right. And you know who needs, I mean you know who who should really be mad? It's are those people that bought a used bike for sixteen hundred bucks. Yeah. Well that's what I was thinking. I was thinking that I was like, man, oh, yeah. now they just like cut the bottom out of the used market. Yeah. There there is no point in right? buying a used bike anymore. So right? like if you haven't sold it this year and you were planning on selling it. Congratulations, <laughs> you own you, two bikes. Yeah, you do. <laughs> <laughs> and I and wonder. Go ahead, go ahead. Oh, I'm sorry. I just wonder if this will now encourage people to do the buyback program that had been holding uh, off. Yeah, I could see that. I don't know, because yeah. didn't, it didn't change the price it, it, of the bike plus, so I don't know. Yeah, if you didn't already do it, there's probably... I wonder if they'll lower the buyback price. Uh, so far, no. Yeah. So far, nothing has changed on that, and I hope it doesn't. But this is perfect timing, and I mean, obviously, they did that on purpose. It's right in time for the holiday season. They and right. they they are like, we are prepared. We are yeah. we are prepared from a all. We have all of our ducks in a row. We have supply ready to go. We have components. We've been talking to our suppliers. We are good. So uh, as long I, as they can stop those vans full of pelotons of getting. <laughs> <laughs> oh, quick update. What? Quick update on that. Uh, so the article was posted today. We talked about it in the, uh, in the we, earlier segment. In the earlier segment. So I'll just say that um, they did not find the person, but everyone is safe. It was a female driver who was uh, she was carjacked at gunpoint yep. um, and uh, she she's fine. Uh, they took the van and no one has reported what was in the van and they have not found the van. So. We will continue to give updates, but thank goodness that the driver was okay. Yeah, absolutely. That's a scary. That's scary stuff. So it yeah, is. yeah, it is. It's crazy. Yeah. I wonder yes. if back to the 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 price drop. I wonder if if you know you can maybe even see this as the bike plus is so successful they can almost use that to subsidize the cost of the regular bike more than they originally thought, and that's what could drive this price drop, right? Like, mm. like oh, people on the, the higher end, and it sounds snotty, but, you know, on the more expensive, they're willing to pay the money for the fancier bike, and so that enables us to lower this price even more to get more bikes into the hands of people that are having difficulty reaching that price point that you know the $800 maybe, price point. maybe but they were like they were like really clear that oh we got to lower our gu- guidance for Q1 you know 2022 and you know you know we we ex- we we're, we're taking that and so from that perspective I don't know if that's the case it's almost as if they're just kind of saying you know that's something we're going to eat because yeah. we know it's going to build people uh, more people to come into our subscription base so I'm not sure if that's it or not. Um, but I hear you. I, yeah, I, I hear, hear you, you too. They they made it sound like that the cost of making the original bike had just dropped so much. That's how they were able to do it. Oh, okay. uh, that that was the first time. And and that's because they now have all these things in place for being able to have these massive amounts of production. So it finally got to that economy of scale that they could drop it. That's what they claimed. That doesn't mean that you're not right, but that's what they said. Yeah. Um, the, right, right. the other thing I thought was interesting is how they talked about um, these digital subscribers through the employee programs. And uh, they were very reluctant to talk about like hard numbers, but uh, they were also very clearly very happy with the early results, like way above what they expected. Like phenomenal is what I was hearing. It's not very often an HR department gets to announce something cool and trendy. 
That's true. You know what I mean? That's like, very true. Yeah. That, that this is a pretty trendy thing of like, hey, we're 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 throwing a Peloton subscription at you. Like, yeah. That's a that's probably the coolest thing your HR department has ever done. Normally, yeah. it's like there's yeah. ice cream in the break room. <laughs> Yeah, I like ice cream. I mean, I like ice cream, yeah, too, it's but it's not as good as Peloton. I mean, I guess they probably need the Peloton <laughs> subscription because of all the ice cream that they've been <laughs> putting in the break room. It's the problem. We need, we need Pelotons now. Yeah. <laughs> I, I thought, so ultimately, I went in going, oh, snap. And then by the end of the, the whole thing, like, it ha- tends to happen every earnings call. I'm going, you know, like, this This is going to work out. Okay. Okay. So they got it. Out. They yeah. got it. They know what right. they're doing. Okay. <laughs> you know what's interesting to me, though? There's like a graphic in the report. I couldn't. I didn't showed, see it. That shows category, categories and the number of classes taken in their growth year over year. And running is one of the only categories that decreased. You know, I keep saying that to people. Nobody's taking these classes. Yeah. Like people are like, oh, I want more of this and I want more of that. I'm like, you guys got to get on the damn treadmill. Yeah. It's, but it, I, it, right. I guess it's going to decrease if you if a bunch of people sent their tread back. Well, and they that's true. That's true, Tom. But also they, they have so many boot camps and they have so many walks. Well, boot camps should be included in the runs, but the walks aren't. So walk plus right. run isn't included and, and all that other stuff isn't included. So I... That does not shock me. It really doesn't. I, I see strength less and like, less people. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Right. Strength is like the highest kind of growing category. And I had noticed over the last what year or so that, yeah, boot camps are all over the place. But running classes had started to decrease. At least that's what it felt like. It, it is definitely right? the case. <laughs> and so when I saw that metric, the, I, my initial thought was, oh, wait a minute. Does that have anything to do with the tread recalls? But uh, then I started to think, I think this is just what they were seeing by whatever polling or, or 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 analytics they were doing that that just wasn't kind of like there's been that decrease well. of 45 minute classes like you know our ogs are like we want more 45 minutes and that will never change they're always going to feel that way and i get it <laughs> right, but but right. The, the metrics show most they people want, want the 20 minutes yeah. and so that's they're going to keep doing more of those and and I and the pandemic has had an effect on all of this. But yeah. but regardless, yes, I have seen a decrease in that. And maybe when they get the smaller tread out there, we will see an maybe. increase. You know, there are always rumors about instructors that are coming on board. And I know we're going to have so many instructors start in the next year. Like, I just know right, that. Yeah. Um, but I'm getting the vibe that we're very, very close to having instructors introduced to us for the UK for the tread. And uh, and so that's going to make sense with the tread dropping. Then we're probably going to have uh, Germany not long after that. So yep. I think I think that what my hope is we're going to start seeing more running classes because of I that. hope so, too. <sighs> and, you know, me, I like you know, I got all these joint issues. So I tend to like the shorter running classes as well. Yet yeah, those weren't as there wasn't as many out there. And definitely not as many live recently. But, yeah, I was wondering whether or not this was going to be a thing where the new tread comes out, but we still see a lot of boot camps because that's just what people want. Or will we start seeing more running classes? Um, I guess we'll see. We will. We will. We will. So is that all the uh, the big news from the earnings call? Do we get it all? 
So uh, one thing that I that really stood out to me was one of the analysts asked John, he said, can you tell us what these new product lines are that you touched on, like when they're happening, you know what it's going to be. And uh, John was like, I want to I want to tell you so many things, but I can't. But I'm really, really excited about all these things in our R&D. And then he said, but I will say that, like, as Jill pointed out earlier, we have a few SKUs. We don't have a ton of them and we're not going to. So that's clue number one. And he also said some of these we've been working on for years. Hello, rower. Yeah. <laughs> mm-hmm. 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 I'll be glad when yeah. they release the rower. So Just so we, we can, can stop, stop talking, talking about, about the it. Rower. Oh, my God. <laughs> I kind of like making fun of Danielle about, you know, me making bad guesses of when the rower is going to come out. Cool so once it that. comes out, I mean, there's no more fun in there. The rower is the avatar two of Peloton. Oh my God, it's true. It's true. We've been talking about this rower for like three and a half, four years at this point. So, um, yeah. Okay. So that, that it's was gonna interesting. It's going to end up being an elliptical. It's it, going to be a rower at all. There will be no elliptical. Be <laughs> unless it's under pre-core, but that's a whole nother story. Uh, you know, nothing came up today about pre-core either, really, uh, other than, yeah, we bought them and yeah, we're integrating and yeah, it's going to cost a bunch of money. And that was really it. Nothing about like strategy. So um, that was one thing. And Tom, you said something else. Oh, yeah. Uh, towards the end of the call, they asked about uh, I forget how it came up, but Foley was like, I don't know if I should say this, but we have lots of leads on the tread. Like, so a lot of people have gone to the website and I guess entered their data to say, let me know when this comes out. But I figure at least half of those are journalists. <laughs> <laughs> that, <laughs> the people who set their treads back that weren't, we didn't expect. To. Yeah. So true. So true, John. I've seen a lot of that. I sent my, my tread back and I shouldn't have wham, which I, I would be wham too, uh, just to be clear. But yeah, that's, that's a really good point. He, and he said it in that perfect John tone, you know, the, Ooh, I shouldn't say this. I could just I could uh-huh. hear the grin on his face, that shit eating grin. If JV had been there, she would have been like, no. <laughs> That's what I was thinking when he said that. I don't know if I should say this. I thought, are there people in the room going? Don't yeah. do it, John. Don't do it. <laughs> Normally, when someone at that level says that, I'm like, oh, that's just PR bluster. But I, we've literally watched him do that. When we did our Q&A, JV was like, do not say this thing. And he immediately and said then, that like, thing. And then like, we're like, welcome to the stage, John Foley. Here's the thing. Like, <laughs> it was like when somebody's like, do not think about basketball and then all you could think about is basketball it was like as soon as she said don't do this he immediately did it (laughs) funniest thing i've ever seen john 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 John. (laughs) so i guess there's your earnings call recap lots of uh, interesting stuff going on so uh i guess uh until next time john where can people find you They can find me on Facebook in my Run, Lift, and Live group or page. They can find me on Instagram, Run, Lift, and Live, or at runliftandlive.com. Have you ever wanted to learn how to box or kickbox from real fighters? How about if you want to get your kids involved in a fitness journey with you while teaching them a valuable skill? Or maybe you just want to punch something. (laughs) That's okay, too. (laughs) Well, Fight Camp can help you with all these things. It brings boxing and kickboxing gym right to your home with full body workouts that you'll actually look forward to and a freestanding punching bag that can take your hardest hits. And don't worry about your skill level. It's made for beginners or experienced boxers and everyone in between. It comes with all the gear you need to box at home. So you get your punching bag, your boxing gloves, your quick hand wraps, and their unique punch tracking sensors that challenge you 
to hit the minimum amount of punches each round. And it's great for kids. Fight Camp is one of the only home workouts that are safe for kids to do because there are no heavy weights, no spinning wheels. And as soon as most people get their Fight Camp bag, the kids are always the first to want to punch it. You can learn from six highly qualified trainers, all with real fight experiences, ranging from a pro MMA fighter and mother of two to a kickboxing champion. You can pay for your fight camp over 24 months for less than the cost of a boxing gym and get it right away. Plus, fight camp offers free shipping with a 30 day money back guarantee. Just go to joinfightcamp.com slash clip to get free shipping on fight camp. Go to joinfightcamp.com slash clip joinfightcamp.com slash clip. Getting the psychological edge with Dr. Jen. So joining us once again is Dr. Jen Mann, licensed marriage, family and child therapist and sports psychology consultant. You may know her from VH1's Couples Therapy with Dr. Jen or VH1's Family Therapy with Dr. Jen. She also has a long running radio show, The Dr. Jen Show, and she's written four best selling books, including The Relationship Fix, Dr. Jen's Six Step Guide to Improving Communication, Connection and Intimacy. Ladies and gentlemen, and all points in between, it's Dr. Jen. Hello. Hi. Hello. So good to have you back. Uh, we have more questions for you from the community. Love. Awesome. Uh, okay. Well, I'm gonna I'm gonna put you on the spot for this one. I didn't give you any kind of prep for this. This one <laughs> okay. uh, was emailed to me, which I always find interesting when people take the time to email me. They say uh, this is from Marie, and she says she's been completely obsessed with her Peloton for the past two years, going strong on her 117 week streak. Has not missed wow. a single blue dot day. Uh, she recently found out that they're going to be relocating to Switzerland for 18 months in a few in a few months. And uh, she had never been a regular exercise person before Peloton, but that's changed everything. She's excited about the opportunity, but she has to leave the bike behind and it's creating. a no. Yes. No. Oh, oh, my God. This is terrible. <laughs> Okay. I'm at a loss. Okay. Well, she's got lots of anxiety. I don't think this is helping Dr. Jen. (laughs) Get it together. I just, I just was so feeling it for her. Um, But, but I'm clear headed again. I I, I lost it for a moment. Just, I I went to an empathy spiral. uh, And I'm ready for her advice. Okay. 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 So she can still continue to get her blue dot. Uh, a few things. First of all, and, and I, this is going to sound super obsessive, and some may say, oh, you're a therapist. You shouldn't play into this obsessiveness. But I am just as obsessed as she is. <laughs> so I'm going to say, make sure when you are traveling to Switzerland, you get a plane with Wi-Fi so you can do your meditation and get your blue dot. Very good advice right out of the gate. You, we don't want you to get off your blue dot and have it throw you off when you get to Switzerland and not to mention that you can also do the in your chair yoga that is available on the app. So we want to make sure that she doesn't lose her blue dot. And also it's good for her circulation on the plane to be able to keep herself moving, avoid blood clots, all that sort of stuff. So I think she's just going to have to recreate her regimen and her, her regimen instead of being bike heavy or tread heavy it's going to need to be more about the strength training the outdoor walks and runs 
the yoga classes, the stretch classes, the dance classes, you know, all, all of that sort of stuff and the Pilates. And I think that she's going to have to get creative. Did, did she say how long she's going to Switzerland for? She did 18 months. Okay. So look, I think that what she should do is really divide that 18 months into maybe three or four different regiments so that she can mix it up so that she can say, okay, month one through maybe one through three or four, she does a trial and puts together a really fun plan for herself that also accommodates for weather, depending on what the weather will be when she actually arrives and allows for walks and runs and all that sort of stuff. And then kind of on a regular basis, sort of recreate it. And and, and she's going to have to be real creative on this. But I, I think it's very doable. I think she can continue to get her, her blue dot. And she also can um, use a stationary bike or a stationary tread and use her app. Ooh, so, yeah. you know, all is not lost. But she, you know, she should be able to continue on her, her blue dot uh streak and uh you know and i think just being creative and looking at it as an opportunity to change things up and then when she gets back she's gonna be so excited to be reunited with her peloton equipment that i think it will be i think it will really end up making her feel when she gets back all a whole new enthusiasm for her fitness regimen oh that's awesome i really like the uh breaking it down into three or four yeah. things because then it gives her something to look forward to instead of yeah. just something that she's uh, dealing with like <laughs> this like trauma I will survive this like it takes yeah. it and flips it on its head I really like that so and doing this for 18 months she'll burn out so does the bike not work in in, in Switzerland could she sneak one in well but I mean how are you gonna get it there you know well, but you can, get Pel- you can get Peloton in Germany and it, Switzerland is right next yeah. door to Germany well but then she's got to buy a whole new I, I think this is about expenses because she's got to leave yeah. it behind. I'm I'm reading into this that it's not an option to buy another bike or ship it there. Now, I, that's that's just my assumption because she does not say. Sure. And I figure yeah, shipping you know, it would first, be. Yeah. My first thought, like you, Tom, was like, OK, ship it. Yeah. Like, this is what containers are for. Yeah. This is what boats are for. <laughs> like, I'm and, work, like Shipping it out, getting a converter and like making it work. But if it's not an option, then, hey, by all means, try what I said. And I've never shipped something of that size, so maybe it's not cost effective. But then, I, but then I do go back to like, could you buy one in Germany and just sneak it across the border? Yeah, I don't know. Yeah. We're not going to. Sig- sometimes, sometimes something that's not cost effective in the moment ends up being cost effective in the long run because if you don't have something that helps your mental health and right. your physical health, you end up paying for it in therapy and doctors' bills and and you know just sort of your lack of productivity because you're not feeling yourself and you're not doing well in your mental state. And if you're moving to another country and I'm assuming this is a, isn't, oh, I'm moving back to where I'm from. If it's going to be unfamiliar to you, you're going to want the things that are familiar to you that help really give you like a foundation and, and root you. So if there is any way to get her bike there, I would definitely recommend it. Yeah. Or again, if you if you buy one in Germany, I mean, think about it. If you buy it, 18 months is an extended period of time. If you bought yeah. it, used it for 18 months and sold it and recouped half of what you spent on it, that's probably worth the money. I mean, I, definitely. Yeah. 
I just don't know if it's feasible from a totally. financial standpoint. Or if I, it would I just actually, don't know their situation. It might be blocked when you connect to Wi-Fi. Or I don't know how that works. I don't think so because we've had other people like remember Hong oh, Kong that's Hustler. True. Yeah, and, that's true. Yeah, they did that long before. It's just they just won't ship it there. So. Yeah. I don't know, just so, a, just yeah. a thought. Well, we so. have lots of suggestions from yes. Marie. So she is set. Yeah. <laughs> well, thank you so much for all that. It's, it was tailor-made for you. It was like that question was created in a I lab. because it, <laughs> it, After it, I got my panic. <laughs> yes, it married your two specialties, right? Like your professional life and your personal passion. So, like, boom, there we go. So, um, until next time, where can people find you? You can always find me on social media, Instagram, Facebook, Twitter, Snapchat, and I post all of my Peloton workouts on my Insta stories at Dr. Jen Man. Two ends on Jen. Two ends on Man. Instructors in the news. Robin Arzan uh, took to YouTube to talk about her new children's book, Strong Mama. Yeah, it's uh, coming out in a couple of months, and she wanted to talk about it. So it's interesting. Um, I know that we've already talked about this, that her book is coming out, Strong Mama. But I, for some reason, just got served like the information about the YouTube video. And uh, if you stop to look at this, it was posted back on June 7th. So I'm not sure why this came up as like news today. Well, my theory, because also looking at it, you can't always trust the YouTube views, but it shows it only has 119 views. And so I'm wondering if this was recorded a little while back and that's when they uploaded it to YouTube, but they didn't flip it to live. Mm. And so it's still branded with the date it was uploaded, but it didn't actually get serviced or made available for viewing until today. That that would make sense. But um, if you haven't heard Robin talk about this, this is a great opportunity to hear uh, how she came up with the idea when she wrote the book, what was going through her head, and uh, just kind of like all the the background information. And the best part is, it's a short video. Like you don't have to, you know, put aside a whole bunch of time <laughs> to watch a video. Totally. Uh, it's only a couple minutes long. So really good information about the genesis of the book, the beginning of the book. Biz Journals writes about the upcoming Impact Leadership Conference, which is important for our purposes because it's being headlined by Tune Day. Yeah, she is. It says the featured attraction at the Greensboro Chambers Impact Leadership Conference. And so it's going to be on October 27th at the Carolina Theater. So right now they plan to hold it in person, but they're also going to have a virtual option. So if that's something you want to check out, you can go get a ticket and join realsimple.com writes about five simple hamstring exercises and uh, they got a little help from Maddie Majacomo. Yeah, so Maddie went through and explained why stretching your hamstrings is so important and like the way that the muscle is put together. Uh, and so uh, then it doesn't say if he gave the specific exercises, but he did talk about the importance of working your quads, your hamstrings and your glutes equally so that you don't have muscle imbalances. And and apparently it's pretty typical for people to have imbalances, especially actually not especially it says it's more prominent in women than men, which I find interesting. Hmm. Uh, but that means that you're quad dominant whenever a lot of times that's usually what the muscle imbalance ends up being. And uh, that can cause knee pain and strain. So you want to make sure you got 360 on all of the muscles in your legs, especially with all the running and the biking that we do in the Peloton community. Super important. Well, this is exciting. Alex Toussaint is in Greece. I'm dying to know whether he's going to play Kaneki or Danny Zuko. Uh, I didn't even know he could sing. So I'm really looking forward to this. What? Uh, no. What? No. No. No, the country. 
Well, I mean, I guess you could do Greece in any country. I no, no, no. I think it translates to a beloved musical. Greece, the country. Oh. There you go. Well, that explains why I'm seeing the ocean in this picture. Yeah. I yeah. just thought it was a California high school. Maybe yeah. it was. No? Okay. No. <laughs> uh, and uh, he is specifically in Santorini. Uh, it looks beautiful there. So we need to add that to the old bucket list. But the Santorini, inter- the sublime song, it's all about music with him. Mm, no. <laughs> uh, the uh, interesting thing about this is at first I thought it was just a vacation. Mm-hmm. But um, I've noticed that other instructors have been other places and maybe they are all on vacation. I don't want to get everybody all uh, excited about nothing. But I can't help but wonder when I see locations such as Greece and I see uh, Olivia over in Ireland. I can't help but wonder if we have some more classes that are coming to us, like those. Oh, like scenic rides mm-hmm. and scenic now, rides and runs. Ooh, interesting. Yeah, I can't help but wonder if that's what's going on. I think that's a conspiracy theory that unites rather than divides. We need more of those. <laughs> we sure do. <laughs> Either way, have fun in Greece, Alex. <laughs> Cody Rigsby has partnered with Capital One. Yeah, uh, he was. <laughs> I was uh, browsing through the old Instagram today, and this this cracked me up because he was talking about um, all the lounges that are going to be opening up in uh, the Capital One uh, lounges that are going to be opening up in airports. But he was also talking about how it's going to be so great for all the travel this summer, and I was <laughs> like. Is it still summer when yeah. it's the end of August? <laughs> <It's>, <laughs> like, I guess we have a couple weeks I left. Mean, if you go by, you know, the the actual moon phases, I guess you <laughs> got a little time. But, a little bit. But from a from an actual kind of cultural standpoint, I think we're pretty close to the end here. Yeah. Yeah. This is this is like back when Peloton told me it, my tread was coming in the fall and I got it in December. You got it on <laughs> the day before the, the winter solstice. Exactly. <laughs> Good times. Anyway, uh, just just another example of how these uh, partnerships are just racking up for the uh, instructors. Absolutely. And while we're speaking of Cody, he was made uh, declared the dazzler of the day <laughs> on the Alan Illigan. I hope I'm saying that right. I hope uh, so. Website. He's a freelance writer and uh, he's done a lot of interesting work. He wrote like the the bio slash press release for Margaret Cho. He wrote the uh, like the the main body of text for like one of Madonna's tour program oh. so like he works at a pretty high level and apparently is a fan of cody yeah uh he, apparently he had already been named king of uh peloton by this website by alan and uh, now he is also dazzler of the day and that's literally the only point to this website <laughs> i mean this page yeah that's, that's it it's just all cody it's just in various stress of in various stages of undress okie dokie <laughs> enjoy enjoy indeed so Clubhouse was very hot for a little while. I mean, I guess there are people still doing it. But yeah. uh, but then the other social media platforms have kind of launched their own. And Facebook's is called Audio Room. Audio Rooms, yeah. Which is, they put a lot of thought into that. Yeah, yeah. And uh, talk over here. It's, <laughs> yeah. <laughs> these, are, these are things that were rejected, right? Like, this is Facebook talkity talk. <laughs> Which honestly, 
that's just off the top of my head, and it's better than Audio Room. It's uh, it's not a great name. No. I will, uh, I will grant you that. I mean, you know what it is, I guess. Maybe their thought process is it's you know exactly what it is. You're not going to be confused, and then if it gets popular, then they'll rebrand it with something catchy. I mean, there's something to be said about keeping it simple. That is true. So, um, but Allie Love has been using the holy hell out of it lately. Yeah, it's like daily. Like, yeah. I, it's kind of interesting. I feel like maybe she has some kind of partnership with Facebook. It because, makes you wonder. Because, I mean, no one else is using it. And I don't mean like it's bad or anything. Right. Like I'm not it, talking it down. I just, just see literally no one else using it. Yeah, this might be a way to kind of help it hit critical mass as they go around to certain people that already have followings and say... And they, we know how know. we know how huge Allie Love is. Mm-hmm. And, and like... um. There's 37 people going and 21 interested. That seems low to me. Totally, like, yeah, real like, low. Yeah, no, no, throwing no shade at her. No, like, no, no you, that's my whole point. Yeah, it's more we're throwing shade at audio room. Yeah, and and actually, it's just more of a. I think this is just like you said, getting getting off the floor. It's not totally. even like really throwing shade. It's just yeah. I, I think it speaks to how new it is when somebody like Allie Love only has 37 yeah. people going. But you know, if you want your chance to interact with Allie Love. Like, here's your here's your time to shine because there's not a lot of people vying for her attention just yet over there. And that was kind of the whole reason I brought it up is I thought it might be something interesting for people to hear about that they didn't already know and they wouldn't have known, you know, to find her there. So this today or on the 25th, so I guess it's today, she's talking about weddings, but like literally every day this week, it's been something else. So like. Just hop on there and look for her. It's under Allie Love Peloton. Uh, and uh, you will, I'm sure, find some good topic to follow. Sonos is working on a new campaign called Wild Tracks, mm-hmm. which is like they're narrating like... Okay, so what it is, is it's a series of Spotify playlists, but it, it's all set to be this like fun outdoor adventure companion the the idea being that people want to travel this year uh-huh. uh, that you know they're taking advantage of it they also have this new speaker that's an outdoor speaker called Rome and so uh this is like in the thought process being you can take your outdoor speaker with you and you can listen to these fun playlists while you're exploring the outdoors okay and and so they have them set for like all these different areas uh and the whole reason we're bringing this up to you is that Emma Lovewell was chosen to do one of them and you might remember we talked a few weeks ago that she is also partnering with Sonos so uh she was chosen to go uh, to create a pr- playlist for the Glacier National Park uh, and uh, you can find the Spotify playlist. I mean, it will be in our newsletter in our newsletter when when Tom sends it out this week because he will. He will. Ooh, that, um, that's a lot of pressure. I've been on a roll. <laughs> you have. You have. Uh, it was more just like positive thinking. Tom. Okay. But uh, but I went through and I was kind of like checking out like who was on this like playlist. Uh-huh. Uh, and so there's there's other there's bands you will have heard of. There's Weezer, uh, Elton, Elton John, Rufus DeSoul, um, and M83. Uh, but there's also quite a bit that I've never heard of. Now, I know that like I am not young anymore <laughs> so I, these might just be indie bands or like bands that are big that I just haven't heard of yet totally they're... um go ahead no I was gonna say that it, it only gets worse the older you get yeah yeah because there's stuff on here like poolside oh, lo- okay local natives future yeah. islands 
Like I these just these sounds like band names that are like made up for a TV show to me. They do. Um, also, they they kind. I don't know if this is on purpose, but they're all naturey, so like or outdoorsy. Well, that, that so I didn't sense. know. Yeah. But some of them aren't. Like like I forgot to mention Arcade Fire. They're on there. I know who they are. Right. And they're on there. But fire is an element, and you could you know. But some of these have nothing would to do. Melt a glacier. Come on, Emma. What are you doing? <laughs> I don't think that was what she was trying to do Think here. It uh, so I, I thought this this was a cool idea, though, that Sonus was doing. And uh, just I, I like seeing the different ways that they find that these vendors find to like partner with the instructors. Yeah, it's nice to see them uh, do something creative. Exactly. Clip out. So uh, joining us today via the magic of ZoomTube from MetPro, it's Angelo. Hey, how's it going? Hi. Hey, guys. Good to see you both. Good to see you. <laughs> uh, we have a question for you from the Clipout community. This one comes from Deborah Anzalone. Uh, she says that she is always looking for healthy and nutritious bars to have on the go. And she needs okay. some recommendations. So uh, when we're working with our clients we have some specific recommendation when it comes to bars. So I, I will give an example. It'll be the only bar I'll mention today, like the RX bar. That was really popular for a while. Um, and a lot of people still use them. And rather than say good, bad, I'm going to tell you the characters, the, the qualities, the attributes of that particular bar that I like, because then that can spill over into any other bar that you may be looking at. Because if I say a brand today, you know, you're going to hear this three months from now and the formulations are all going to be different. The brands are all going to be changed. So what you want is to look for bars that you can pronounce the ingredients on. <laughs> That's that's kind of 101. Do you recognize the foods that make this bar? So if you know the ingredients and it's just, you know, a handful of ingredients that you can recognize and read, that's probably a decent bar. Now, if there's a paragraph of additives, chemicals, etc., probably not what you're looking for. Okay. Now, all that to say, now I'm going to actually answer the question she's probably asking, because this is what I get asked all the time is, are bars good for me on the go if I'm trying to lose weight or if I'm trying to build muscle or if I'm trying to X, Y, Z goal? And so now here we're, I'm going to break everyone's heart and tell you, if it <laughs> one of your goals is weight loss, I prefer, and I'm using air quotes, <laughs> I prefer whole food snacks. So I'm going to say get in the habit of bringing with you some fruit and nuts, a rice cake and almond butter, peanut butter, things like that, that once you create that habit, it's really not much more difficult than carrying, you know, the bars because most people are looking at them for quick and portable. And the reason is because they just they haven't perfected the, the magic ingredients where they can make a bar Filling and low calorie, <laughs> you're going to be so much better with the fruits as far as satiety. And usually if they are somewhat filling, they're not going to be low calorie. That doesn't mean they're going to be high, but it's not going to be my first go to. Now, can they work? Have they worked? And have people lost weight using them? Yes, absolutely. But just as a best of practices, I'm usually thinking of bars when I'm thinking of someone that's more concerned with getting a additional fuel and they're on the go and we're not too worried about the macronutrients or calories. Okay. And we just want healthy quality ingredients. 
Okay. Uh, okay, so let's attack it from a different direction. Instead of what's what should you be looking for in your bar, what shouldn't you be looking for in a bar? Is there like a red flag, short of it just saying Reese's on it? Um, yeah. uh, <laughs> Is there <laughs> Snickers? <laughs> but uh, is there is there a, an ingredient or two that's a that's a major red flag on one of these bars where you're like they might have imaged it as a health bar, but yes. not really. Sugar. Okay, that's a good one to start with. Sugar. Now, okay. sugar and, and, or oh, I added just, sugar? I thought you just had a pet name for me. Aww. I was like, oh, <laughs> thanks, hon. <laughs> I always call you sugar, Tom, right? <laughs> because because you think people should avoid it. <laughs> Too much truth coming out today. <laughs> so, so, you know, I had a I had a client once and I told them, now I want you to go look at the back of this bar that they just got. They got one of those, you know, oatmeal bars like, oh, this is healthy. This is great. And I said, now look at the back of that bar. Now look at the back of the Snickers bar. And the difference was the oatmeal bar had four grams less sugar. That was the difference. It's basically a candy bar and there's a ton of them out there. And when you bite into it, you know, you know, <laughs> this is sugar. This is straight sugar. Because, you know, because if you heart. enjoy it, if you enjoy it, you shouldn't be eating it. <laughs> now I always say the answer depends. I was actually on the phone yesterday with a client and I said to him, I said, uh, Mitchell, this is the only time you're going to hear these words come out of my mouth. I said, even if you have to grab a Snickers bar, it's okay. Now, can you imagine what might drive me to say that? He was going to miss an entire meal. (laughs) Actually, he was going to be on a very, very long, long endurance road race. And he was concerned with not having anything and versus not eating anything. Even if you have to grab, see, that's the, that's the uh, disclaimer there. So that's the only way I can get you to say I can have a Snickers bar is to go do a long road race. Dang it. It's not worth it. That's good. My theory was like, oh my God, Angelo's on the take. Mars paid him off. Oh, uh, okay. well, thank you so much for all that. Uh, until next week, where can people find you? Metpro.co slash TCO. You there got you go. it. We didn't even need all to right. help you. <laughs> 45th time's a charm. That's it. <laughs> Thanks, guys. Thank you. So uh, you came across an incredibly cool website you want people to check out. Yeah, I do. It's it's uh, really good. Nuts.com. And uh, I would say that this is the best kept secret among savvy snackers across the country and and i'm going to tell you why you can get any kind of snack from there not just nuts like you would think that being called nuts.com sure, it would be nut intensive but it's not there are so many things like like uh white chocolate toffee cashews bourbon pecans okay so those are nuts but then <laughs> they also have like chocolate covered coffee and they have um candied like strawberry, like dried strawberries and yeah. dried mangoes. So many things. They also have pantry items like baking mixes and pasta and things like that. Yeah, uh, you can you can really fill up your pantry. And uh, I really enjoy it. The kids have found things they like. You've even found things you like. It's good for everybody in the house. Chocolate covered pretzels. Exactly. Which I can't eat at the moment, but 
as soon as I can, <laughs> they will get devoured. <laughs> so this is the simple and convenient way to have nutritious, delicious, healthy nuts, dried fruit, flowers, grains, and so many other high-quality foods delivered straight to your door. Over 4,000 products to choose from. Delicious, healthy kid family snacks like dried strawberries and custom trail mix. Easy-to-navigate website with great photos of the products. Nuts.com is your one-stop online pantry shop. They have gluten-free and vegan options. Deliveries fast. Most orders ship the same day. NewNuts.com customers get free shipping on your first order when you text TCO to 64,000. So text TCO to 64,000 to get free shipping on your first order from Nuts.com. That's TCO to 64,000. Terms apply. Available at Nuts.com slash terms. Peloton Celebrity Sightings. So people were excited this week to discover that David Goggins has a Peloton. They they were very excited. Like, I, I it's been a while since I've had this many people send the same, <laughs> the same thing over and over and over again. So when that happens, I know people are really, really excited about it. Um, but he was uh, he was just talking about, you know, in general sports like things. And, and he like kind of talked for a while. But the whole time he's doing it, he's on his Peloton. Ta-da, there yeah, it is. Look at that. That yeah. was perfect timing. It was. <laughs> <laughs> uh, so, yeah, very, very cool. Uh, people are very stoked about this. And uh, it's pretty awesome. Peloton Artist Collaborations. The latest artist series features Eric Church. So uh, for the people that are always wanting more country music, there you go. I am really excited about this one. Love me some Eric Church. And uh, those classes started on August 23rd and go throughout the week. So if you haven't taken them yet, by the time you're hearing this, all the classes should be out there. Go check them out. In case you missed it. You have six, count them, six new foam rolling classes to take advantage of. Oh, my gosh. People are excited about this, too. Uh, so Hannah Corbin has six new classes. They're, people always speak so highly of her foam rolling classes. And if people out there haven't tried them, I highly suggest that you do because she goes through specifically how to get the most like bang for your buck time-wise mm-hmm. out of using a foam roller because it's not just rolling back and forth over the foam roller it's not that obvious like you have to like pause and kind of like knead into the muscle and yeah. you have, but she walks you through all that so i don't need to do it right now point <laughs> being it's awesome so six brand new classes so they've been completely updated and also, Anna Greenberg's yoga series is back. Yeah, it's going to start um, back up the week of August 31st. And uh, she it's it's Cultivate Courage. And so it's a whole yoga class that you are just focused on cultivating courage. So that'll be season two starting on August 31st. The first class is at 6 p.m. Eastern. Peloton Birthdays. And then finally, happy birthday to Kristen McGee. Yeah, 831 is going to be a big day. We've got for yoga because we've got the uh, Cultivate Courage dropping and it's Kristen McGee's birthday. So if you hear this, go and wish her a happy birthday. Happy birthday, Kristen. Checking in with the Peloton community. So joining us today via the magic of ZoomTube is Jennifer Barker. Hello, Jennifer. How's it going? Hi, guys. Good. How are you? Good. We're so excited you're here. I am really curious to find out, like, how you originally found out about Peloton and decided this is definitely the bike I need to take home. 
Yeah. So it's so weird to think it's been almost four years now (laughs) since I started my Peloton journey. I feel like one of the old veterans at this point because, (laughs) you know, before pandemic even, right, we had no idea what we were getting ourselves into. But I got my bike for Christmas as a gift in 2017. I had sort of seen some commercials. There was a store in our mall and I really was excited about the possibility of having it. And when I got the envelope on Christmas morning, I was so excited. I was kind of right in the middle of a weight loss journey and knew that this might be the the thing I needed to take it to the next step. Wow. That must be exciting. And I'm curious what your thoughts were on the commercial, the big commercial when it came the out. The big the commercial, <laughs> the, the infamous commercial. Well, it's funny because, I mean, that was my story. My husband gave me a bike for Christmas yeah. and I was so happy to get it. And I think that that's what, you know, a lot of people made fun of, you know, gosh, her husband must have thought she was fat. And I think that's actually not the story. All of us who have struggled with weight and, you know, or been on a weight loss journey, we're just looking for something to help keep us going and to get us motivated. And motivation is something that's really big for me. And I had kind of gotten stuck and I had gained back a little bit of weight and I had a hip injury that I was nursing and I was a former runner and I couldn't run anymore. And so the things that were natural to me to keep exercising weren't available. And so the bike became the thing that I could do and it really changed my life. And I've lost a total of 90 pounds and I'm so happy to be where I am now and couldn't have done it without Peloton. Congrats. That's amazing. Absolutely. So had you asked for the Peloton or put (laughs) that out there into the universe? We had had some conversations. I definitely have a robust Christmas list, we'll say. (laughs) (laughs) Got it. (laughs) Well, and I think that was the people's big hang up with the commercial. It was. There was no reference in it to that that she had requested one. I I think those who were super into Peloton just assumed that she had. And then people who were not pro Peloton assumed that she had it, you know, because it wasn't spelled out. But yes, I I would agree. Well, and those people who don't have Pelotons or who haven't been on this journey, they don't really know what it can be or what it means. And there's so much more than the bike. I mean, now I have the tread, of course, but the community is what changed my life. And like all of the friends that I've made and all of the connections that I've made, that's what kept me getting on the bike day after day was knowing that I was going to meet, you know, Claire in Austin was going to ride with me or Tierra in Oregon was counting on me to to take that strength class. And that's really what Peloton is to me. It's not just that piece of equipment. Yeah. And you said that you used to be a runner. So like, take us through a little bit of your journey at a high level, like from a time standpoint, were you a runner when you were young and athletic? Like, were you an athletic person when you were young? Or was this something that you had gone in and out of? How did that work? So I was definitely a child athlete. I was a swimmer, actually, when I was younger. I was a competitive swimmer, swam until I was about 20. And, you know, at one point was working towards being a junior Olympian in wow. swimming and loved swimming. But, you know, as you get older, it gets a little more complicated to go to the pool and shower. And so in college, I really took up running because it was easy to do. You could do it anywhere. And then I met a boy and he introduced me to strength training. And 
strength training is one of my favorite things. And that's really, I love that Peloton has moved in the direction of having some strength training classes. And like Tom and Crystal, I have a tonal as well. So (laughs) all of these connected devices are really changing the way that fitness can be done. But running and strength training became something I did. But then as I got into my 20s, and then when I had my daughter, Ava, I stopped really working out or I started checking the box. I would go to the gym and do 30 minutes on the elliptical or take a step class. And none of that was really doing what I needed it to do. It was more of a chore and it was what you were supposed to do. It wasn't in love with it like I was when I was an athlete. And so when I had Ava, I weighed 218 pounds, which is unbelievably weird to think about now. And I had to lose that weight. I had to somehow get back to where I felt comfortable in my own skin. And nutrition played a key role in that, but exercise was big. So I started running after I had Ava and then I injured my hip and I had hip surgery. It'll be nine years in April next year. And for a torn labrum, I basically couldn't walk. And then in 2017, right before I got my Peloton, I had a doctor tell me that if I wanted to continue to exercise in any way, I was going to have to have a hip replacement. And I was 39. I wasn't going to have a hip replacement at 39. And so I said, that's not going to be my story. And so I tried a cortisone injection and started Pelotoning. And here I am four years later, no hip pain. I've lost the rest of the weight. Now I'm back down and under 130 and just so, so happy and don't see a hip replacement anytime in my near future. So I'm thankful to Peloton for saving me that really transformative surgery that would have kind of ended my athletic career. Well, I guess it must have really worked because you said you couldn't run because of your hip issues. And now you mentioned you also have a tread. So I'm assuming you got past that. I actually run now, which I'm not never going to be a marathoner. I am training for my very first Spartan, which I'm very excited about. But that really came because of some of the communities I'm involved in. And I saw others doing these really cool things. And I thought, well, if they can do that, I can do that. So I started walking and then I started jogging and doing a few interval runs. And I can probably run six miles if I really, really wanted to. But I'm never going to be a long distance runner again. It's just not not in my cards. But I do like the option. And cross training is just so good for your body. Boy, isn't it? It so, really is. So was that kind of nerve wracking the first time you were like, I'm going to try running again? Yeah. Yes. And definitely, you know, wake up the next morning and I was a little sore and my hip was like, "Mm, what are you doing? And so I've had to learn to take rest and not run through pain. If I do that, I will injure myself. And I think that's an important lesson for everyone out there. There's so many classes and there's so many things to do. And there's always somebody wants you to join them on something. And there's a lot of FOMO in the Peloton world. (laughs) True story. (laughs) Yeah. As we get older, we have to take care of ourselves just a little bit more. Well, you know, on that note, though, I would like to talk about your group, Miles, Muscles and Motivation, because you guys are always doing group things. So you're kind of you're adding more for people to do together, which don't get me wrong. It's a wonderful. Why would you do that? (laughs) (laughs) Yes, I oftentimes wonder, like this morning, there was a group, I think it was the Spice Girls run. And I didn't have it. It wasn't in my week to do a run this morning. And I felt bad not being there with everybody. But you know, FOMO is a real thing. And we as adults have it probably even worse than kids. And I just had to say, guys, I can't do this. If I do this, I won't be able to do the rest of the things I need to get done this week. So 
Saying no is a really hard thing, but the group is awesome. Definitely something for everyone there. We do runs, we do cycling stacks, we do circuit training stacks. So we do a lot of strength training. Like I mentioned earlier, strength training has been something I've leaned on since my early 20s. And it is what transformed my body from the skinny fat, like where I lost all the weight, but really what made my body look different was the strength training. It's amazing how strength training can change your body. And it just makes you feel so much better in a different way than cardio does. Because don't get me wrong, I love especially riding the bike, you get like this endorphin rush off of it. Well, I do. Tom hates cardio, but I do. But I love the strength training because I feel like it has a completely different effect from improving your esteem, you know, your self esteem and how you feel and the energy you have. One is you get stronger and you can lift heavier weights or you can do more reps and you start to see your body transform. And that's really what strength training just gives you that I don't know. It makes me feel like a badass Mm -hmm. in a lot of ways. Yep. Mm -hmm. Yep. I agree. So tell us about Miles Muscles and Motivation. What inspired it and what exactly is it? Yeah. So two months ago, we were all starting to come out of the pandemic and it just sort of hit me that I was riding when I was in quarantine, right? I was riding two, three, four hours a day because (laughs) I could. I was working from home and if I had 20 minutes, I would jump on the bike or I would do a two-hour stack on the weekends. And I realized that we were all going to start to go away from our bikes. We were going to go away from the things that we had gotten so used to. And people were starting to run and they were starting to sign up for races. And I wanted a place where we could celebrate all things fitness and continue to feel motivated. I was scared coming out of the pandemic. I'm in the best shape of my life. Well, what does that mean when I start business travel again? What does that mean when I'm not at my bike five days a week? And I wanted a place where we could continue to have conversation around mindset. And that's where the motivation piece comes in. I post a morning motivation every day. It's usually a cheesy quote, but (laughs) I really break it down. And I'm super vulnerable about my own journey and how there are days that are hard. It's hard to get out of bed some days. There's a lot of mental health issues out there. I've suffered from depression and anxiety throughout the pandemic. And so I want people to have a safe place where they can share really whatever they need to share. Keep it in a fitness activated mindset. But we talk about nutrition. I have two nutritionists who are moderators. So they'll post recipes and tips. And it's a place where anybody who is looking for weight loss help, or they want to run a beast of a Spartan race, they can have that opportunity too. So a little bit of everything for people just to keep them going as we move into this next phase of who knows what post-pandemic life is going to look like. I just hope it's really post-pandemic. Yeah. <laughs> I know. Me too. I have moments where I'm like, no, please, like we're not going the other way. Uh, I know. But I really like that you mentioned the fear of it because that's real. There's people that it comes easily to, to get up and have the discipline to do things or just do the same things over and over again. It's not difficult. But as life gets hectic, it is hard to balance everything. It's hard to always choose the healthy thing. I mean, all these other things you could be doing And sometimes you just want to go with the path of least resistance. And so it's a scary thing to think how easily you could slide back to where you were, wherever where you were is for each individual. Whatever that means, whoever. And so that's really what we talk about. And we lift each other up. Like one yesterday, we have a woman in our group who is in the golf championship at her club. And we all made her little good luck Donna signs. (laughs) So it's not just about 
Peloton anymore. Like, although that's a really big part of who we are as a group, we all know that there is a life outside of Peloton. And as we get busier and busier, we want to celebrate the wins. We want to talk about the struggles and we really want to help people be the best they can be in whatever that means. I love that. I really do. Absolutely. And you guys have had quite a bit of growth. It's only been around for a couple of months, right? Yeah. I sort of started it and kept it to myself for a few days because I was <laughs> I was fearful like, oh my God, am I going to really put myself out there like this? I had been an admin in a number of other groups and I just didn't know, like I didn't ever had my own group that I was going to start and run and people even like this. And the two months that we have been around, we are now at almost 3,500 members. So wow. nice. something is working yeah. and, and we're catching on really fast and I think my transformation has been a big part of that. I share it pretty openly of I was in a bad place once upon a time. And I talk a lot about the struggles that I've had along the way. And I'm willing to share pretty much everything about me in my life so that people feel that they can connect and they can be vulnerable too. That's awesome. Has there been anything that's like really surprised you about starting up the new group, whether it be interactions or people's reaction or... Yeah, I have people reach out to me all the time privately and just tell me stories of how it has really changed their life or, you know, maybe didn't want to get out of bed that day. Mental health is something we talk a lot about in the group. The second week actually that we were around, we did a mental health stack with Kendall's rides that she did around mental health and had a really open conversation about, you know, there are post pandemic people are suffering. People were suffering from mental health during the pandemic. Mental health is something that we have got to, as a country, continue to talk about. And I've had people reach out and say, like, you know, I was in a really dark, dark place. And because of your post this morning, I decided that I was at least going to get on the bike for 10 minutes. And when somebody says that you, you know, stopped them from maybe having some suicidal thoughts or whatever that might be, it's really impactful. I've cried a lot in the last two months, just knowing that I am, in fact, making a difference. Uh, that's been a big part of my whole life is changing the world, impacting people. I've worked in nonprofit development my whole career. And to be able to actually impact people through my personal story, not just by raising money, has been really transformational for my own personal well-being as well. That's awesome. Now, is anyone welcome in your group or is it like limited for men or limited for women? Is it anybody? No, we have men, we have women, we have people who have owned their bikes for five years, who have been to every HRI, who know all the instructors. We have people who are waiting on their bikes that are just so excited to get involved in something. We have people who are on a big weight loss journey. We have one person who wants to lose a hundred pounds. We have people who are veteran athletes who run ultra marathoners. I have one lady who's training for a 50 miler in October, which I will never do. <laughs> <laughs> um, I think it appeals to everyone because mindset in particular is something no matter where you are on your journey, it can be difficult. It can be valuable. And we share a lot of different professional athlete stories. We're just trying to keep people going every day. I love that. Absolutely. So do yeah. you personally have like a preferred instructor? I do. Jess King is my spirit animal. <laughs> I've actually ridden with her twice in the New York studio. Would love, love, love for the studio to reopen. I rode my 100th ride with her and my 350th ride with her. And now I'm at almost 1,800 rides. So 
rode a thousand rides in 2020 during the pandemic. Wow. Uh, yeah. It just sort of took over my life <laughs> in a good way. In yeah. A good way. Well, I mean, there was so little going on. Yeah. <laughs> Instead of going out to dinner, I was on the bike. So. Yeah. And, you know, it does so much for you, for anybody. I mean, the mental side of it to keep working out, even if you don't think that it will. So all those times you were working out, that's just keeping you in a better mood. Keeping yeah, you happy. More endorphins, more exactly. endorphins. Exactly. You know, that we weren't getting that interaction with people, but I could get on the bike with 10 of my closest Peloton friends and still feel like we were at happy hour together, just in a different way. And I love that. I love the connections I've made. And we actually, the very first week of Miles Muscles and Motivation, we had a meetup in Austin. A bunch of us flew into Austin and all met. There were, I think, 12 of us. And we have meetups planned all over the country, which is so exciting now that <laughs> people are vaccinated, they're feeling good, they're ready to travel. Um, we're meeting in Seattle in September. We're meeting in the Bay Area in August. We're meeting in Nashville in October. We actually have 35 MMM members doing the Spartan in Nashville. So I feel like my community that was virtual is becoming my real community. And I'm just so blessed to have all of them in my life. Gosh, that's nice. Yeah. It seems like that is also a frequent story in yeah, Peloton, right? It absolutely like, is. It's just, oh, it's just people on Facebook. And the next thing you know, <laughs> you're flying across the country yes. to meet them. <laughs> yeah. It's weird. People are always think like, wait, how do you know these people? And I'm like, well, I met them through Facebook. And they're like, and you went and saw them? <laughs> so, yes, I did. I know I'm a weirdo, but <laughs> there are people who, they're my best, like truly my best friends now. And I would, if they called me and said, I need you, I'd jump on a plane to California tomorrow. Aww. So I feel very strongly that that is the thing that separates Peloton from so many other exercise um, regimes I've ever done before is the love, the connection, the real camaraderie that the bike brings. Yeah. And it's absolutely, as you said earlier, a whole different separate motivator to get you on the bike or the tread mm -hmm. or whatever when you're not feeling it because you don't want to yeah. let people down. Huh. If you said you're going to be there, you got to be there. <laughs> you got to be there. And I've always looked for accountability partners in real life, like to go to say 24 hour fitness or whatever. And it was always hard to find that real life person who was willing to show up at 430 in the morning every day. There are millions of people all over the country who are willing to show up and help you and get you on that bike or on that tread or in that strength class. Or we have a big group doing the Spice Girls yoga tonight. So <laughs> it, there's something for everyone. And there's somebody out there that you can connect with, be friends with and be and count on, which I really think is the best part of what we do. Yeah, I mean, even if you have somebody that wants to be your accountability partner, you still have your schedules have to match. Yeah, you know, and that's tough. And so thanks to the Internet, you can cast that net a lot wider to find things that fit together. Yeah. Yes. And time zones. And, you know, right. like, it's just so many different things that make it work. And it doesn't matter if you're what fitness level you're at, like you're all there together. And it's just a really it's a cool thing. It absolutely is. And what is your leaderboard name and how did you come up with it? Yes. So my leaderboard name is Blonde Bombshell with no <laughs> vowels. And actually, when I started writing, my leaderboard name was JB Strong. My initials are JB. And I wanted to always remember to be strong. And 
as I got into the Peloton community and I met more Pelotoners, I met somebody who said, you know, like, I love your leaderboard name, but it's not really you. And I think you should be Blonde Bombshell. (laughs) And I was still in the middle of my weight loss journey. And I was like, I am not a bombshell. (laughs) And I just didn't see myself that way. But I changed it. And honestly, like, as I have gone on this journey, it has become part of my persona. And it gave me a confidence that I wouldn't have had otherwise. And I am now the blonde bombshell. And I absolutely (laughs) believe that in my head that you can be whatever you want. And that's one of the great things is your leaderboard can become who you are or you're a reflection of that in a really big way. As Dr. Jen would say that if you say it enough that you will become that, it will become part of your persona. Like you became Clip Out Crystal. (laughs) Exactly. (laughs) Isn't it funny? Like you really like that's part of who you are now. It is. People have always said, like, would you ever change your leaderboard name? And the answer is absolutely not. It is who I am. Absolutely. I totally agree with you. I would never change my leaderboard name. And I wouldn't change it even for a second for somebody because somebody might steal it and then I would be super upset. (laughs) (laughs) Yes, it's exactly right. And every time I see somebody who has like even a close to my leaderboard name, I'm like, hmm. I know, right? (laughs) Give them the stink eye. (laughs) There's a a mom bombshell out there. And I'm always like, oh, and we ride together sometimes. So, yeah. <laughs> battle of the bombshell. Battle of the bombshell. Bombshell like battle. Yeah. <laughs> so, uh, do you have any advice for people that are just now entering the world of Peloton? Yeah, I actually heard this on one of your other podcasts, but join a tribe, find your people. And don't just join and sit in the background, like engage, like posts, comment on posts. If somebody is in your neighborhood in that group, like, Send them a message. Get involved. Don't be afraid. There is a group out there, official Peloton group, where I would not probably engage (laughs) on a regular basis. Yes. Yeah. (laughs) It's a little dicey. It can get ugly over there. That place is scary. Yeah, it is. used to be such a good place. (laughs) The smaller groups, especially those who are intentionally safe places, that's where you can really make friends and you can become kind of whatever you want and show off and just meet really, really cool people. But you can't just sit on the sidelines. Like you got to jump in and you really got to start to be a part of it. Otherwise you're just kind of a, you're a voyeur in some way. (laughs) Well, you know, along those lines though, since you're, you're doling out advice, this might be a good, how do people get past the fear of putting themselves out there? Do you have any suggestions? Yeah, that's a really good question. I think For me, it was seeing something that I like, maybe it was even just like starting with like a like button, right? (laughs) Or a love button. And then it was, okay, well, this person is riding in this ride. And I might say, oh, I'm going to ride that ride too. And so then it starts to snowball. And in groups like ours, where I have so many people who have been involved in Peloton for a long time, we are really intentional in if you are going to comment, we're usually going to comment back and try to bring you in even closer. I do a new member welcome every week to welcome all the new members and tag everybody and, and entice people to put their leaderboard name out there and where they're from. And then I respond to every single person who says something on that feed because I want them to know, like, I'm paying attention. You're here. I see you. I believe in you. And I always tell people, if you want to reach out to me personally and just say, hey, I'm new and I don't really know what I'm doing, that's what I'm here for. It can be scary. Like, I'm going to talk to a stranger. But yes, you are going to talk to a stranger. And what's the worst thing that could happen? They don't respond. Like, we got to start to know that we are important people. 
and we have our own story to tell and we want to make friends. There's nothing wrong with that. There isn't. Not at all. Well said. Yeah. Well, before we let you go, just remind everybody where they can find you on social media and your group and all that stuff. So the group, again, is Miles, Muscles and Motivation. Um, So we're on Facebook. We have an Instagram page. And then I am Blonde Bombshell on the leaderboard. And I'm one Blonde Bombshell on Instagram. Awesome. Do you have um, vowels on Instagram? I do not. It's one Blonde Bombshell, just no vowels. And it's Miles, Muscles and Motivation. So we would love to have you. Um, The more the merrier. Come join us. Get in shape. Find some people to be friends with. And let's kick this post-pandemic world's ass. Let's do that together. Love it. Awesome. Well, thank you so much for joining us today. We really appreciate it. Thank you guys so much. This is, I feel a little bit like I'm talking to celebrities. I have, uh, you have very low bar for it's celebrities. A little, it's a little strange for me, for sure. But thank you guys so much. I, um, I feel very, very lucky to have been part of this today. Well, thank you. We feel honored that you are here. We really appreciate it. Awesome, guys. Well, thanks again. Thank you. So I guess that brings this episode to a close. What, pray tell, do you have in store for people next week? Uh, Next week is going to be Natalie Oven. So that is an awesome interview. Can't wait to share it with you guys. Awesome. Until then, where can people find you? You can find me on Facebook at facebook.com slash Crystal D. O'Keefe. You can find me on Twitter and uh, Instagram and the bike and, of course, the tread at Clipball Crystal. And you can find me on Twitter at Roger Kubert or on Facebook at facebook.com slash Tom O'Keefe. You can find the show online at facebook.com slash the clip out. While you're there, like the page, join the group. And uh, wherever you're getting your podcast from, be sure and follow us so you never miss an episode. So that's it for this one. Thanks for tuning in. And until next time, keep pedaling and running. 